Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Northfield Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of the program today. As always, I want to say thanks to our friends at Outpost Coffee for providing us with incredible caffeinated beverages. You don't want to miss out. Check these guys out. Outpostcoffeeco.com. All right, so before we get going today, I am scheduling speaking engagements for 2023. I'd love to come speak at your church, at your business, at your school, at your college. Um, I am I'm all over the place. So if you want me to come be a part of your organization, come be a part of your event, I'd love to come add value to it. Check out my website, calebgordon.org. Send me an email and let's get something hooked up. All right, so on today's program, I want to talk about masculinity. I want to talk about authentic, genuine masculinity. I don't want to talk about synthetic masculinity. I want to talk about authentic. And I know people say, oh, Caleb, you're using buzzwords. Yeah, I've tried to use some buzzwords to get your attention on this. But here's what I want us to understand is that the world is in a mess. And it's because men have not done what men should do. Men on a whole scale level have shirked and negated their responsibilities. God gave men a role to play. And it is the the role of protector. It is the role of leader. It is the role of provider. These are biblical ideas. They're not just some archaic, um, patriarchal idea. Men are supposed to lead. Men are supposed to be in charge. God gave us dominion over the world. Adam was given dominion and he, he forfeited that up. He handed that over to Satan. The enemy was crafty, and he knew that, that that Adam had the reins to this thing. Adam had been handed the control of planet Earth. He had been given dominion, and what happened is he forfeited that out. He forfeited it, and we've been battling this ever since the fall, ever since sin entered the equation. God said, because you disobeyed, there will be consequences to your disobedience. And here's here's the disobe- here's the consequence. Men, you're going to have to fight to get the dominion. You're going to have to fight to be in charge. Because the world, the creation, everything about this life is going to fight against you in every area, including your wife. In fact, the scripture says that the, the curse of the woman is going to have the desire to be over her man to be in charge, to, to stamp him out. And look, I mean, look at the modern feminism movement. That's, that's where we are. And we've got men who have abdicated their roles. They've, they've passively stepped back from their roles as men. And what we're called to as biblical men is to step into this in such a way that we are um, leading, we're protecting, we're guiding. And I use, um, the the text that I that I'm in specifically that I that I would I would pull the majority that's out of is out of First uh, Corinthians chapter sixteen verse thirteen. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. These these are the these are the core ideas of masculinity in this text. To the idea of being watchful. What does a watcher do? Someone that is watchful, someone that is mindful, someone that is paying attention to what's going on. They're a protector. They they are a they're a they're physically protecting a city. You 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 say, hey, be on guard, be on watch. 
You've got somebody on the watchtower watching for an enemy because you need somebody that's strong, that has a good visual sense, that has the ability to understand what's going on around them. They need to be able to to protect the city, protect the home, protect the, the families. The idea of being watchful is this idea of being a protector physically, mentally, spiritually. All of these things are incredibly important. Now, the second part of this is stand firm in the faith. Have a solid footing, having this this idea of standing firm. You've got to be able to have your feet planted in such a way that if you need to do battle, you can. Because that's the thing. If, if If you're caught off balance, if you're caught off guard, you can be knocked out by an enemy. You can be taken down. So the idea here is stand strong against the forces of evil. Stand firm in the faith. Have the conviction of, of, of the faith that tells you where you are. This idea that you're saved by grace through faith. There's nothing else that can, that can, that can save you other than the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Being, being solid, having that sure footing in order to be able to per, be a protector of all those things that I just mentioned. F- physically, mentally, spiritually, protecting your family by standing firm and being engrafted or fused into God's word. We need men who are fused into God's word. And when you're infused into God's word like that, you're going to be able to stand firmly in your convictions. Even You're going to stand up against what's, what's immoral, what's evil, what's wicked. Absolutely. It's what we need. And then the next part of this text, act like men. Like, this is a given thing. And I know that we live in a culture where we don't like to define things like this. But this is a given factor. Act like a man. What do you think of? Like, be bold. Be strong. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Like, we live in a world where where the idea of men being aggressive is viewed as archaic and stupid. I, I love this Jordan Peterson clip about uh, this idea. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Listen to this. Fantastic. So, like, one of the things I tell young men, well, and young women as well, but the young men really need to hear this more, I think, is that you should be a monster. You know, because everyone says, well, you should be harmless, virtuous. You shouldn't do anyone any harm. You should sheath your competitive instinct. You shouldn't try to win. You know, you you don't want to be too aggressive. You don't want to be too assertive. You want to take a back seat and all of that. It's like, no. Wrong. You should be a monster, an absolute monster, and then you should learn how to control it. Do you know the expression, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war? Right, right, exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. And that's exactly right. And so when I tell young men that, they think, well, lots of them are competitive. They're low in agreeableness, you know, because that's part of being competitive temperamentally. It's like, is there something wrong with being competitive? There's nothing wrong with it. There's something wrong with cheating. There's something wrong with being a tyrant. There's something wrong with winning unfairly. All of those things are bad. But you don't want people to win? What's the difference between trying to win and striving? You want to eradicate striving? What's well, the uncomfortable? Yeah, so I love that. It's this idea that men should learn to be aggressive. Be 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 a man. Don't don't be afraid to be a man. Like listen. It's tyrants that break into houses and try to destroy families. What they need is a man who's willing to stand there stand his ground and defend his family. That's that's what we need. That's it. And then the last part of that text is be strong. In other words, don't be weak. I mean, it coincides with be act like a man. Be strong. Act like a man. Be strong. Don't be 
Don't be a coward. Don't be a, don't be weak. Stand up for what's right. And what does that mean for you as a Christian man? Man, one of the things that's most important is getting your family engrafted into a biblical church. That's where you're going to thrive because the text tells us in Hebrews that we shouldn't neglect to gather together as, as the church. Men, it's not your wife's job to load your kids up and you stay home. You're, you're, you're disobeying the text if you say, all right, kids, get up. You're going to church with mom and then you stay home and watch TV or surf the internet, or watch porn, or whatever you're going to do. That's not what we're called to do. We're called as men to stand up for what is Right. What does the text tell us to do? If you say you're a Christian man, this is what you're called to do. And the next next section of that in verse 14 says, and all, let all you do be done in love. And what everybody does in the culture today is love means to just passively allow things to go by. And if you love somebody, you'll let them do whatever they want. That's not love. That's not genuine, real love. It's not. One of the, one of the crux ideas in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 Love, and we'll get a running start here. Verse four, love is patient. Love is kind. Love doesn't envy. It doesn't boast. It's, it's not arrogant. It's not rude. It doesn't insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in evil, but it rejoices in the truth. Like this is what love is. Love doesn't, it doesn't rejoice in immorality. It rejoices in the truth. The truth will set you free. That, that's the idea. That's the crux of this idea of let all you do be done in love. Like everything that you do in love, everything that you do, all those things that we looked at in First uh, Corinthians 16, where it says all that stand firm in the faith, be watchful, all those things. You do all these things in a loving stance. One of the most loving things you do can do is to protect be watchful. Stand firm in the faith. One of the most loving things you can do, men, be men. Be men. Be strong. That, that's what we're called to do. That's what we're called to be. Not to, not to stand on the sidelines and allow evil just to run rampant. This idea comes from, I think of that quote, hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. And weak men create hard times. It's a cycle. Hard times, when it's difficult, you look back on our history, when seasons of difficulty were around, men had to be men. Like there was nobody questioning, well, can men do this? Can men do this? Can men do this? What What is a man? What is a woman? We weren't asking the diff, those silly questions of what's a man's role. We knew what a man's role was. It was to go outside, work hard, bust his hump, provide for his family, protect his family, be the leader, the guider, the protector in all areas. And then things started getting easier and easier and easier. And why? Because these strong men were creating things. Men were building things, creating things to, to make life easier. They were inventing things to make life easier, probably on themselves, but also on their families. And so... These strong men create these good times. And then generationally, you got the next group of men that are being born. They're born into good times and they don't have to bust their hump and work for these things. What do they do? They're, they're handed things. Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets a participation trophy because you just showed up. Good boy. That, that No. 
You get a trophy because you win, not because you just show up. That's the problem in the world today. We got human beings who just show up and they they think that they should be owed the CEO position. Well, give me the I, I'm here. I should be owed the CEO position. No. Figure out how you do things. You know my dad became the city manager? My my job my dad's started at the city of Bartlesville as the wastewater sewered guy. He worked in the sewer department. He worked hard in the sewer department. Nasty, grummy, tough job. Worked hard and got promoted. He got promoted to public works director. Figured out all the things that public works did all the things well there. Worked hard, accomplished, achieved, created, did things to make life easier for people. And then he was put into position of city manager. He knew all the ins and outs of every facet of the city of Bartlesville because he was involved in all the areas and he knew what's going on. And so he was a a man who understood the difficulties of how to run a city and he made the city strong. You look at the season of when my dad was city manager, it it was a good season. Everyone I talked to, they say, man, we miss your dad. The city was such a different place when he ran the thing because he knew how to do it well because he was a guy who went through the trenches. He did the difficult work of understanding how to maintain and run a massive city. He knew how to do these things. And this is the idea is these strong men created ways to make life easier. And what happens is people are brought into into equations and into societies and into families and into places that are really, really good, maybe financially, maybe um, just everything's taken care of and they don't have any, any needs, any wants. Everything's just handed to them. It's easy. And then as a result, because we live in a fallen world, the fallen world will take its course and it will knock stuff over. It will get, things will get destroyed. And because men have not taken the time to be able to build something up and figure out all the nuances of how things work, they don't know how to fix things. They don't know how to how to maintain things. They don't know how to they don't know how to get things going the way they should. And what happens? Hard times come about, and then we have to, as a result, though men are going to have to start becoming strong again, not weak. And a weak man will allow things to take place that shouldn't take place. A weak man will allow travesties to take place. And listen, a travesty is not being misgendered. That is not a travesty. You know what's a travesty? When you have men and women who don't have clean drinking water and the government keeps clean drinking water for for its huge leaders but allows its population to... Um, to starve to death. I mean, Venezuela. That's that's a, that's evil men. That's a weak a weak man. That man was a weak man who had a powerful position. Chavez was his name. All these dictators: Saddam Hussein, Muammar Gaddafi, all those guys. They were quote unquote strong men, but they were actually really weak. They were they were pansies. And they, they created hard times. And so those men that live in those cultures had to, had to become 
Nobody's nobody's stressing about gender and and, and listen when we if we lose power, we lose water, we lose the ability to eat. No one's going to be caring about mis you know having their gender not appropriately identified because you're just going to try to figure out how you're going to get food. And I'm telling you, we're walking into some hard times. We're not. We're just. We're just getting on the edge of it. We're just. We're just that. We haven't even stepped into it. We're still up on top, looking down at the valley. We haven't even really got into the into the nitty gritty, heavy, hard stuff. I'm telling you though, what we may need are biblically strong men who understand what it means to protect, stand firm in their faith and their convictions who know how to act like a man, and who are strong. Like who are able to provide, who are able to protect, who are able to withstand the wicked immorality of the day. That's a genuine man. A man who can stand up against immorality is a real man. A man who caves to immorality and giggles at it and like, oh, it's whatever, I don't want to make somebody upset. I don't want to offend somebody. That's a weak man. A weak man who's afraid to offend someone with the truth is a weak man. A strong man is one who is willing to say difficult things, hard things, even if he's criticized by people. That's the truth. That's the truth. So what do we need? We need men who are able to be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong, and to lovingly do all those things. That's what we're called to do. That's what we need. Will you do it? Will you be that man? That's the question today. Love y'all. Diversified Systems Resources is a technology company based in Bartlesville, Oklahoma that's been in business for 39 years. Are you looking for a stable employer, clean office environment, fun teammates, and a day that is always new and exciting? Then email us your resume today at dsrjobs at dsrglobal.com. DSR, we deliver technology.